for this purpose. What is the purpose for which I have come? And uh, reading a portion of the gospel from the New American Bible Revised Edition, uh, Mark chapter 1, 35 to 38, it reads, Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, Everyone is looking for you. And he told them, Let us go on to the nearby villages that I may preach there also. For this purpose I have come. We're not surprised when we read that Jesus or Paul express with certainty the purpose of their life. But do we believe that there is a purpose for our life, for each one of us? Did God have, does he have, some specific purpose for each one of us? If he does, how can we discover that purpose? How can we come to understand the reason he chose to place us in this time of history, in this place? <clears throat> and that he has some specific reason for doing so. Can we embrace the words of Mordecai to Esther? Who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Esther 4.14 Don't get your hopes up that I'm going to offer you a plan or a method to find the answer to this question today. But it's a good question. Nevertheless, there are some things that I believe we can confidently place our trust in. For instance, God created us that we might enjoy His creation in this life and spend eternity with Him when we transition from our temporal life here on earth to our eternal life. In the high priestly prayer in John 17, it begins, When Jesus had spoken these words, He lifted His eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. Since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given him, and this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, in Jesus Christ with whom you have sent, I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And I, I took this passage and uh, uh, pulled a few phrases out of it to make it a little bit clearer exactly what Jesus is praying, although he's talking about himself in third person. That's a little weird. It says, The hour has come to give eternal life to all whom you have given me. This is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God, in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have accomplished the work that you gave me to do. When we stand before God at our entrance into heaven, may we all be able to say, I have accomplished the work you gave me to do. Let me add that as I have embraced a richer understanding of the grace of God and of his character, I believe the scriptures make it clear that God values us for way more than whatever work we're able to accomplish for him. I believe he values those whose lives are snuffed out even before they take a breath of this earth's atmosphere. 
and he values those who live for a while but for either physical or mental challenges are never capable of performing any kind of work at all. He values us just because we are and just as we are. I believe he loves us more than we can love our own children. <clears throat> and some of the other scriptures that bear out God's plan and his love for us. <clears throat> John 18:37 in the ESV reads, Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king, Jesus said, answered. You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Uh, just before Jesus celebrated the Passover meal with the disciples for the last time, in John 12, 27 to 28, he says, Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. What is the purpose for which I have come? We see where God told Moses in Exodus 9.16, But for this purpose I have raised you up, to show you my power, so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. And again, Jesus said in Luke 4.43, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns as well, for I was sent for this purpose. That's the same verse I read from Mark in the gospel reading. As Paul was describing his encounter, his encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus and his appearance before King Agrippa, and I think that was in Rome. That was in Rome, right? King Agrippa. No, not wrong. Anyway, he retells the word Jesus gave him. I shouldn't add to my notes. <clears throat> but rise and stand upon your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and witness to the things in which you have seen me and, in, and to those in which I will appear to you, delivering you from your people and from the Gentiles, to whom I am sending you, to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and place among those, and, and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So, in his vision on the road to Damascus, Jesus told Paul that his purpose for calling him was to send him to the Jews and to the Gentiles to open their eyes so that they might turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God, to receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. In, in the, one of the final books of the New Testament, John wrote in 1 John 3, 8, Whoever makes a practice of sinning is the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of Man appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. So we can add that to the list of reasons uh, for, for God's plan, to destroy the works of the devil. So we can place 
a very high level of confidence that God cherishes us even more than we can comprehend that Jesus came to earth born to the Virgin Mary becoming fully a man that he might reconcile us to God that God desires for everyone in his kingdom to glorify him by bearing his image and bringing his light in this world of shadows and darkness we don't have to question whether God wants us to bear witness to the truth whenever we get the chance. Sometimes that involves our actions more than our words. We can be certain that our Father in Heaven enjoys our using our gifts to serve others, to bring joy to others, and He loves it when we experience joy ourselves. I believe when we turn from trusting in our own understanding and place all our hope and trust in Him and in His power, desire to provide for each that that we trust in his power and we trust in his desire to provide for each of our needs he, knowing he will never leave or forsake us then he will guide us to walk on the narrow path he has destined for our life and we will, we will be able to say to him on that day when we meet face to face thank you for your mercy and grace in my life and allowing me to bring glory to your name. Amen. Let's stand together and affirm our common faith in the Nicene Creed.